Hey, it's About Town Deb. I'm so excited. We have Kay and Shy here today, and we're going to be talking about some stuff that's already stressing me out. What is that? That's we are me. talking social media <laughs> detox, and we're going to get all into that, but it plays a lot into how we balance all with of family. the aspects of our lives. With family, with friends, with foe, and everyone in between, we're excited to get into the impacts and effects of social media here today with who we lovingly call oh. our Aunt Deb. Oh, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. The silver mines There's a kind-hearted woman She's looking so fine Always taking care of her community Bringing folks together Is her cup of tea She's out on the road And all over the web With a big smiling heart It's about town, Deb Welcome to this episode of City Talk. I am about town Deb, Debbie McCarthy, your host, and I'm privileged and honored to have two of the most amazing women and sisters, community rock stars. They love their family. They love their community. They're just amazing. We have Kay and Shy with the Kay and Shy Show. They have their podcast. They're entrepreneurs. They have restaurants. They work with all the big wigs of communication like John Maxwell and many more. So I feel like I'm in this middle and I feel like they're just such like superstars next to me. But anyway, I'm more like Aunt Debbie because I love to, they're all over, but when they speak and they do emceeing, I love to be like right there in front, taking photos, cheering them on. And they inspire me with their, not, they're not just, they're so authentic. And they're so real and they share about their family. They share about, we're talking about detoxing on social media. See, I can't even breathe because it's scaring me already, but they have done a detox and they have much more planned for 2023. So we're going to be talking about that, but mainly it's about balance. And as y'all know, all of us, you listening, we are everywhere. We are trying to, you know, do our emails, do our phones, cook dinner, play with the kids, go to work, pick up the kids, do this gro grocery shop. I mean, it never ends. And volunteer and be part of your community. And especially for moms and dads too, don't get me wrong, but I feel, I don't know, for me, I feel like the 30 years I was married and 33 years of my eldest son, I feel like all I was trying to do was balance and be there for everybody. So I'm really happy because I'm going to get some tips. We're going to get lots of tips because these gals know how to do it. But before we get our tips, we want to thank Crystal Basin Sellers. We want to thank Surratt Law Practice. And of course, we're at the Musicians Rehearsal Center in Sparks, Nevada. Christian, thank you. And Dee Dee James for the theme song and Caliber Hair and Makeup. And I think one of you guys, you guys may know Trace. It's, you know, I think he handles one of your families. I think your hubby yep. does he yeah, do his with hair Danny, yeah. with Danny. I think I've been in there, mm -hmm. and Danny was getting his hair colored. So <laughs> it was kind of cool. And I think he had your daughter. I don't know who was in mm -hmm. there. He had somebody. I don't know who he had in there, but he was he was rocking it. So with that said, let's get into balance. I'm going to be real calm for a moment. So who would like to start with why is it so important, especially in 2022, to find that balance of home, heart, family, soul, all of that? Who wants to go first? I Kay or Shy or? I'll chime in if we can. You chime in. All right. So I just want, like, let's pretend that this is balance here on the table. Okay. And I want everybody to come to the side of it and we're just going to wipe it off the table. 
Get out of off? here. We oh. are taking balance oh. off the table. Taking oh. balance off the table in favor of something that we think, Deb, you're going to like. Oh, please. <laughs> well, let's think about balance as a concept really quick. When we think about balance, we think about maybe someone on a tight wire, right? That's a balance. Or stop balancing a plate, right? Everybody talks about their spinning plates. A teeter-totter. A teeter, right? right. But Bicycle. It, what, what the thing about balance is that we've realized is that it takes a lot of intention and attention. You constantly have to be moving things around in order to find that center of balance. And so we say bollocks to balance and bring on the harmony. Now, harmony instead of balance allows you to understand that sometimes parts of your life are going to take over. And sometimes other parts of your life are going to need more attention, but getting them to harmonize and work together is a lot easier to manage than trying to balance all of the time. Well, I think when you're when you show the balance like that, whether you say a teeter totter or even a bicycle, when you're mm -hmm. on the bicycle, I feel like your inside is like stressed right, because like, you're like, oh, yeah. I gotta do this, yeah. I gotta do this, and then you fall because you're unbalanced, and you're like, oh, I gotta get up and try again. So the harmony part of it. So how how do we? take the stress out of the balance. Right, well, harmony, and when we think about this idea of harmony, we think about harmony in a musician sense, right? Sure. Let's think about bringing together an orchestra, and we have all these different instruments. Now, if every single instrument was trying to play all of their parts all at once. It would sound horrible. It would sound horrible. 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 Right. Instead, we have this beautiful flow in the orchestra from the strings to the horns to the to the drums where one crescendos and the other decrescendos and they <laughs> harmonize together and they come together in these beautiful parts. And life is a lot more fluid like that. So when we're trying to balance everybody's sound if they're all playing at once, that would be really difficult. But allowing room for harmony in the orchestra allows for a more beautiful piece and it turns out that life is also kind of like that. I think it's kind of semantics aside though, right? What you're, what you're getting out about balance and what we're getting out with harmony is really that same idea. Like how do we negotiate all of the different demands on our time without losing our mental health and our, and our stability in the process, right? So whether we're calling that balance or we're calling that harmony, we've definitely found, I'm sure as many of you have as well, that modern life is pretty freaking overwhelming, yes. right? There are yes. so many demands on our careers, on our families, on our physical fitness on our spiritual connection and and most of those demands raise your hand if you're like this you put on yourself right high achievers oh, all the time yes. oh, oh my uh, yeah those lists you make and then you get depressed if you don't put enough on or then you put things on that are like little things like i opened the car door yay you know? all of those <laughs> hacks and tricks I, right? I do that yeah so no it's crazy but it's almost time for break we come back i'm going to start with a quote that i think is perfect for today and we're going to continue the conversation it's about town deb and we have kay and shy with us be right back Now more than ever, family matters, and Surratt Law Practice has your family in mind. Kimberly Surratt and her team have been helping maintain healthy families through their holistic approach to adoption and surrogacy, child custody, estate planning, and more for over 13 years. Your family law concerns are in caring hands with Surratt Law. Schedule your private consultation with a compassionate Surratt Law Practice team member today by calling 775-636-8200 or visiting LawyersForFamilies.com. Surratt Law, where family matters. 
You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions. She's out on the road and all over the web with a big smiling heart. It's about town, Deb. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I'm About Town Deb, Debbie McCarthy. We have Kay and we have Shy here with the Kay and Shy Show. They have a podcast. They have restaurants. They're entrepreneurs. They're moms. They're wives. They're everything. And they seem to have learned a tidbit about balancing all that together. And I, on the other hand feel like I'm going in circles and I'm, I start here and I go there and I think I have to be what everybody wants me to be. And you end up just going in circles. And there's, when you go in circles, I do lose my balance because, you know, I get kind of dizzy and I don't want to be dizzy anymore. But I'm going to read this, this quote from Shonda Rhimes. And I feel like it's really important right now. Happiness comes from living, living as you need to, as you want to as your inner voice tells you to. Happiness comes from being who you actually are in, sorry, happiness comes from being who you actually are instead of who you think you're supposed to be. And I feel like most of my life, I am feeling like I'm being what everybody, the world wants me to be. Right, you know, between the TV commercials, the magazines, the social media, you think I need to be like that. I have to do that. I need to get more balance in my life so I can be what I feel the world wants me to be. So I would love to turn it back over to you guys. And I want to see, I want you guys to tell me what does work life balance mean to each of you? Uh, I'd love to pick this back up at okay. the idea of the orchestra. Talk Perfect. a little bit about okay. earlier. And as we're flowing back and forth from the different sections, you want to imagine yourself as the conductor of your life orchestra. Okay. The horn section could represent <laughs> your fitness. The string section like could represent your family. The drum section could represent your career path. Now, giving yourself as the conductor of the orchestra permission to sit in the seat of control and move your focus, move your focus from one area of the orchestra to another or one area of your life to another as the demands of the areas grow or are needed uh, allows you to A, be in the driver's seat and B, take some of the stress out of feeling like you have to balance because it is the job of the conductor to move the focus from one thing to another. And it's your job in your life to allow if your family needs you your career to take a back seat while you step into having the focus on family. It's okay if your fitness or your health has to take center stage for you to say to your family, I have to take some more time for me in order to gather these things for myself. And so this idea of juggling it all or balancing it all is really about understanding that you control where your focus goes. And it's okay to say yes to one area and to have to put another one in the back seat in order for something to grow. So how many times have you had to put something in the back seat? Ah, We're not supposed, I mean, because yeah. you having children, owning businesses, doing speaking engagements, being a wife, being a mom. Yeah. How, how do you 
prioritize? Well, first off, <laughs> we have an incredible support system. Yeah. Literally could not do it without the village. It, it makes me think immediately of, uh, you know, just this year, I had a baby. I He's know. seven months old. He's so wonderful. But I got to take 10 weeks of maternity leave. And uh, that was very much thanks to my sister and business partner, who when <laughs> I had to recede out of one area of the life was able to come in and help pick up the slack. Those partnerships and that support network are definitely a big part of it. And I just want to come back to this quote because something's popping for me here. Happiness comes from being who you actually are instead of who you think uh, others think you're supposed to be. So that means there's a flip side of that, right? If happiness comes from being who you actually are versus who others think you are, then stress and unhappiness come from being who you're not and being who you think others want you to be. And that is definitely magnified in today's society because of our access to images <laughs> and, yeah. and other people's stories and their lives and their highlight reels via social media and the connectedness <laughs> of the internet. Now, we don't want to bash on social media. It is an incredible tool. It is a, it is revolutionary to our species and it will be incredibly important to our advancement. But it's kind of the wild, wild west right now, right? Like as a species, we're just learning the impact of this technology, the impact of the onslaught of messages, of images, of other stories, of expectations. And it's having a real obviously impact on mental health of our younger generations yes. and our older generations, including the three women you see speaking right <laughs> here. And that's something that we wanted to share with you today is that Kay and I started to notice through this year in 2022 that we weren't absolutely loving our relationship with social media, that we weren't always in control of our scroll. If your scroll is out of control, meaning you pick up your phone and you say it's only going to be five minutes and you already know it's over an hour that it's not going to be just five minutes. <laughs> just but being you, honest. Yeah. Oh, totally. And, and then you and then how do you feel after? Gross. You feel gross that you stepped Guilty. off. Guilty. The, yeah, you stepped off of the conductor platform and you allowed something else to orchestrate. And I think that's what ends up happening is that we're giving the control of our orchestra over to social media, over to other people's expectations, over to our own standards and impunities towards ourselves. And that's not making a song that any of us want to listen to. And then we sit there and go, oh, I hate this. And, and the answer, of course, is to get back on that conductor's block to grab whatever the name of the stick is. I have no idea. The, <laughs> the baton. The baton. And conduct yourself a song that you're proud of and that you like, but that takes intention and attention. And when you have something like social media, a very, very powerful tool that is also dangerous, it can be really easy to get distracted and let that take all of your time. But I think you can add the other, yes, that's a tool. But I also feel like when you are your own boss, when you're running your own business, you're responsible. You are the, you are the conductor. Mm hmm the buck stops at you. Mm -hmm. So I feel like not just with being on the phone and computers, I feel like I want to be there for the team. Like I, I, I need to be there for the team. I need to be there for the community. Like if you're, if you volunteer a lot, all those pressures, when somebody's always coming at you, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you help you? You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, Oh no, how am I going to do it all? And then you're like, I'm just going to scroll. I'm going to mm. scroll. And then you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, now I'm on a time frame. I feel like it's an escape sometimes because I I'm a I'm a procrastinator. I always get it done. I will always I will not disappoint. But I feel there's so many times, so many things are grabbing at us to do, to do more, to do more, to be more. And is that my real self or is that what the world's wanting me to be? I mean, it's how do you know when it really is your intention, your thought, when you're being bombarded with people at you 
emails and phones and can you help? Can you help? Can you do? Did you send this? Did you read that? They're like, oh, click here, click there. And really, I feel like, like right now, you can see that the, I'm like frustrated already just talking about it. Yeah. So how, how do I like step back and be the conductor and go, okay, I will get to you later. You just play the violin over there and I'm going to listen. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. What's an, what is, do you have a trick yeah. when we're spinning like this, how to have us like step back? What, what's a good trick or a, a, a hack as they would say? Yeah. Well, you just demonstrated it beautifully <laughs> and from a physical perspective, <laughs> Debbie went like this. <laughs> I did. You literally stepped I back. Did. You did. You yeah. stepped back and you took a breath. And that's exactly what we would encourage anybody to do with social media as well. Step back and take a breath. Look, Shyla and I posted every single day from 2019, the beginning of 2019, mm -hmm. 365 <laughs> days a year for three mm -hmm. years straight. Actually, two times per day, 365 yes. days per year for three years straight. And so this last August of 2022, we decided that we were going to take a full month off of social media. And this is a really big deal. Like we're talking 1,200, 1,400 posts that we had been used to this daily cadence of putting out there and being involved and having it. But we needed, we felt the place where we were no longer in control <laughs> of the orchestra. And so we pushed back. We took a breath and then we came back to it with a reoriented idea of how we could approach it while maintaining separation and control. Yeah, we reevaluated our relationship when we realized that when I pick it up and I say it's going to be five minutes, and I know it's going to be an hour that I have an addiction problem, right? Let's just call a spade I, a spade. I think I do. Right? I that, know I do. That's an addiction. And it, and, <laughs> and it, the algorithm is designed to get you to stay, right? Like it, your dopamine dripping inside of your brain and the neuroscience is there to back this up. So when you realize you don't have control as Kay and I did, at least not as much control as you'd like. We decided we were going to take a month off. Now it wasn't just like, peace out, we're gone because our businesses or our lives rely on social media as well. In fact, we first claimed to fame in the Maxwell world was <laughs> we're the social media girls, right? Yeah. Everybody called us that. <laughs> so it's definitely a part of our identity and a part of our business. So we announced it. We told people we were doing it. We invited folks to join us on the detox so they could become part of a community that was off of social media and really removing that interface between the interaction because that's what social media does, right? It puts something between you and the person that you're trying to socialize with, whether it's an algorithm, whether mm -hmm. it's curated content, whether it's their highlight reel. So we're not now interacting. I'm interacting with an image of you and you're interacting with an image of me. And that's where we start to get confounded. So we decided we made the announcement. We, we brought out all of our barriers and said, we still want to be <laughs> yeah. social. We just can't do it on social media for a month. And what was amazing is our, our, our email open rates tripled. Our podcast downloads doubled. We had several other folks join us on the detox who had similar results there. She, uh, one woman in particular, I've been sitting at 8,000 downloads for my podcast. I couldn't get over. And then in the month of August, I went off of social media and I went up 2,000 to 10,000 downloads wow. on my podcast because people, I wasn't as accessible and people want to interact with you, but by removing just a little bit, it actually can help accelerate your business and your persona. So this is not only beneficial for you personally, but it can also be really beneficial for you professionally. Okay. It's that time again, time for a break. And we, don't let me forget we come back because you had just mentioned, you know, taking that time off and how it really actually accelerated um, remind me Jen Rose who's an amazing community member gave me advice many years ago before all this craziness was happening and I don't want to forget when we come back remind me Jen Rose and I so otherwise I might forget about 10 depth stay tuned
you're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore our complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash angel phoenix productions. You know that's what she said. Come on, let's have some fun with the Bowtown Deb. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. It's About Town Deb. Debbie McCarthy with City Talk. We have Kay and Shy with us. Um, they're just incredible. And they're teaching, they're reiterating what I really do know I need to do. Sometimes you just need to hear somebody tell you. And they need, you need to hear them say, it's okay to step back and breathe. And, and my watch tells me all the time, breathe, which is pretty scary when you're like, okay, I have to breathe again. And how sad is that? My watch tells me to breathe. But when I, before we left for break, Jen Rose with It's My Community Store. She is, as you know, all over town. And I want to say 10, 11 years ago when I was very first starting doing radio and social, actually it wasn't even as much social media because we didn't have the live part then. Um, I was at Nevada Matters, then it became America Matters. And I was the gal who would sit there with my laptop and they would live stream the radio show. So if you weren't in your car, you can go on your computer, put in blah, 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 and then you could listen to it. Well, I would share that link on the messenger page and nobody was doing this and on their Facebook page and mine. So I was like inviting people in to listen to it. They couldn't see us, but they could listen. Then I would take a photo of the people on set and put them in the computer. So it took a lot of steps to what we do like now, just like that. But I would see Jen Rose, I would start to go to events and I was newly being about, wasn't even about town dub yet. I was just Debbie McCarthy, Nevada Matters, helping get their my face out as representing them. And I'd go to these events and go, wow, there she is again. Oh, she's at all these events. And oh my gosh, I went like, this is so exciting. And I felt like she was superstar. We're like, it, it was just incredible. And so years went by and I would start to go to events. And then Jen Rose said to me one day, Deb, you don't have to be at every event. You don't. I'm like, but, but she said, no slow down. If you go to every event, they're going to expect to see you and it's no big deal. You need to take events off so they don't see you and they wonder what you're doing. And then in that case, they would probably follow the social media because we didn't have that presence. You weren't tagging in every place you went back then. And I remember thinking, I just have to go. Like, what if I don't go? They're not going to see me and they're going to think I've forgotten. Yeah. And I, I was really stressing out about it. And fast forward now, 10 years later, I get all these invites and I'm like, you know, hmm, do I want to spend time with my family? Do I want to go visit this neighbor or do I want to go to an event that I'm going to see the same people I see and I love, I love, I love, but I haven't talked to my neighbor. I haven't had that quality time with my son. So just this, I want to say the last year and definitely six months, I've really been good about saying thank you so much for that invitation. I just can't go this time. You know, you know, ask me again, you know, maybe next year, but I've really felt that if I don't go, it's not the end of the world. If you don't go to everything you're invited to, it's okay. And I'm still learning it. It's still tough. But if I were to go on my phone and check on, I'd be like, okay, I should have been there. Look who's there. It's I'm being honest. Yeah. I feel a little left out. But when I don't look on it, I have no idea who went, what happened, and I don't miss anything. 
So it's really kind of a, it's, it, I, I progress. What would that word? I've do, progressed. You advanced, I've, you've I've, evolved. I've evolved knowing that, yes, you don't have to be at every event. You don't have to be at every school function. You know, you don't have to volunteer at every single organization that wants you. So that's what I'm trying to do is my part of my balance is to pick and choose what is going to value not just my career, my family and my heart. So we heard a story that Warren Buffett, his pilot asked him, what's the secret to success? And Warren said, well, let's do an exercise. Let's write down all of the things that you want to achieve and accomplish. And so the pilot spends some time and he makes a list of about 20 things. And Mr. Buffett says, that's impressive. All right, let's circle the top five. And so the pilot deliberates and he circles the top five things. And then the and then Mr. Buffett says, okay, great. What you need to understand is that not all of those are priorities, right? How many of these things do you want to get done? The pilot says, I want to get all of them done. And Mr. Buffett says, if you want to get those five things done, you have to turn the other 15 things into the enemy of the five things Whoa, that you want to get the done. Enemy. The enemy of the five things because they are the distractions. Number ah, six through 20 are going to distract you, right? Now you're diluted across and you're not giving those five things the attention. Are those mm. really the top five things that you want to achieve? Are the five events that you really want to uh, attend? You wow. make those your events. You you do lead up to them. You do a party after. You treat them real and you let the other 15 be the no. <sighs> and so I think that this kind of story helps all of us reframe around prioritizing, right? Like like, what are your five things and what are your 15 right now that are sabotaging your five? Yeah, I want to learn French, but if I keep that on my list with my five, these five aren't going to get done. So what are your five things is a, is a helpful story to think about in terms of saying no to things. Well, that totally makes sense. I know that like um, a good example, Christian just today said, hey, Deb, have you rescheduled that a party event you wanted to do? And I'm like, you know what? No. I have not. I'm going to pass on it because Kid Rocker, which is an amazing, um, is it Kid Rocker? I think it's Kid, Kid Rocker. Um, it's it's a nonprofit where they help um, kids that may be lower income that really want to play an instrument, but they can't. Um, it help, They can get music lessons. They it's, it's incredible. And I've never really been involved. And I'm like, you know, I've been involved with all these other ones for years and years. This is something where I can definitely make a difference using my connections. And I said yes to Kid Rocker. And then I went, okay, then I'm going to say no to the event that I wanted to do. But I had to make a choice. But I felt this choice is helping so many more kids and it's making an impact on our community. And they don't have a lot of people helping them. So I had to make a choice. So I picked somebody who really needed it and I had no idea even who they were. That's but I did it. Well, that just so, demonstrates your heart. Yeah. That's why <laughs> but, everyone but watches this show no, and listens. But I think you. that if you're out there listening or when you're, you are listening, how many times do you have to make that choice? Yep. Do I want to help this nonprofit, this one? Do I want to do this? Do I want to do this? And you think, well, I've always done this. I have to. Yep. And I said, you know, I don't have to. I can help them next time. Let me go over here. So have you ever come across where I'm sure you've had to make decisions on which, you know, where do I speak? Where do I go? Where do I teach? How do you pick when you get asked to be MCs with so many places? Like, how, how do you know what to do? Well, I'm first off, I'm bursting at the seams right now. Okay. And I want to like do a dance. Do a dance. Because <laughs> she will. we make this choice every single day. Did you know that global <laughs> studies are demonstrating that people spend average two and a half hours per day on social media. So are you saying yes to the charity event for a once a month thing and no to another event? 
And are those things as impactful as two and a half hours out of your day saying no to a platform could bring you? <laughs> Over the course of 30 days, two and a half hours per day is 70 hours of time. Oh, so geez. in a month, in one month, you get 12 waking wow. days of time back by eliminating just the middle of the bell curve of social media. And if you're the type of person that's on the on even this side of the bell curve, it's more than two and a half hours per day. So we, how do we say no? How do we say no in the moment? How do we say no from a daily yeah. perspective? Not from a, you know, the emceeing the gigs and, and sometimes it comes down to when our schedule's really busy, like, will they pay our fee? Will we be able to, yeah. you know, to juggle it with our kids' schedules and things that are going on? And those are really important to know what to say yes and what to say no to, but we are all faced with this decision every single day, but it's so ingrained into uh, into us that uh, the leaders have now postulized that if aliens were to come down from space, <laughs> that they would think that our phones are an extension of our anatomy because of how often they are in our I, hands. I honestly, just so you said that, I like when I go grocery shopping and I'm at the store and I'm always like thinking I have this, I've got my little purse and I'm, I'm like, where do I, it's like you put it, like it, it never leaves far from where you are because so much is on here. If somebody got this, they would know your whole life. They could take your identity. It's pretty mm -hmm. scary that we totally I'm bad. I'm saying it. I'm one of those. I have this with me. I'm always checking my emails. I'm checking the texts. I feel like I got to get right back to them, like right back to them. But if I hadn't looked at it, I wouldn't know I needed to get right back at them. Yeah. And then I'd go, oh, it's been like it's noon. I'm going to check my emails or check this and mm -hmm. go, oh, wow, do them all and then be done. And then I should take a break again and check in the in the, you know, before I go to bed or before dinner, whatever it is. I think finding um, practicing those boundaries of when you check your messages and not checking every single step, which is what I have been doing, which I need to detox from that. Well, I'm proud of you for admitting it and thank I'm you for being vulnerable in front of your audience yeah. because hopefully it's giving your audience permission to say, I do that too, right? And that's where we got to the point at the end of July and Seriously. we had committed to August, like I do that too. My phone average was five hours a day at the end of July. Why is that? By the end of August, my phone time was three hours a day. So now wow. I know what I'm committing to social media. Now I'm about four hours, right? Because social media is part of our business. But now, so now I can see quantifiably, I was dedicating an hour of time each day. And for someone who's a high achiever, right, we all raised our hands early on, that, that's a very valuable chunk of time or 12 hours, right? A an week. hour a day over a month is 30 hours. If we think about a working week, right? We're talking week. about We could have went on vacation with our family. Absolutely. Yes. So many hours in the gym. How many of yeah, us are too. putting social media in our top five and not doing it consciously? The thing is, if you're doing it consciously and you're making the choice, great, let it be in the top five, you're all about to Deb, right? You've got to have this focus on it. But if it's not there consciously, then it's time to evaluate. Is it being one of the enemies of the five things that you want? And for us, that adjustment was really necessary. The average American picks up their phone 96 times a day, 96 times. Yeah. And, and for lots of us, it's easily justifiable, right? I have emails to get back to. I have my kids are on school and online. I got to get back to them. I've got people out there that are asking questions. Our whole team is remote, right? I'm literally working when I'm on my phone. That's what, yeah. But the boy, does that start to blur? How long of scrolling turns into personal scrolling versus helpful for my business scrolling? And have Ooh. you decided that? Because if you haven't, you're letting your addiction decide it for you. 
man, she <laughs> is not keeping it real. Left turn out there on okay. social media. No, it's, it, you know what? That's what I love about the About Town Deb City talk show. I, you can have a ton of notes, but really I feel like you need to go where you're going at the moment because that's where we're supposed to be right here at this moment. So we're going to take our final break and we come back. I don't know. We may continue with this. We may talk about something else. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Now more than ever, family matters, and Surratt Law Practice has your family in mind. Kimberly Surratt and her team have been helping maintain healthy families through their holistic approach to adoption and surrogacy, child custody, estate planning, and more for over 13 years. Your family law concerns are in caring hands with Surratt Law. Schedule your private consultation with a compassionate Surratt Law Practice team member today by calling 775-636-8200 or visiting lawyersforfamilies.com. Surratt Law, where family matters. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions. Ready to help from her toes to her head. Just give her a shout. Call about town, Deb. My town, your town, or any town. This is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to our final segment. This goes by so fast. And I, okay, I'm just going to like tell you right now during, during the break, I looked at my phone, I checked the message and I'm doing it right now. So that's probably number 85 since this morning. And I'm probably is 85. I am definitely guilty guys. I'm just going to put it out there in the universe because we're going to talk about it. There's an amazing challenge that's going to be coming up. Um, but I wanted to just, maybe we could each give you one tip that we think will work for us to have a little bit less time. So we can have a little more time with something that is number one, two, three, or four, five on our list. And then we're going to go into how we can detox and do all that. I would say for me right now, and I've, I did this during the pandemic and I shared um, with, with Kay, I'm going to try my best. I'm not going to promise because I like to keep, I don't want to keep a promise that when I get up, I'm going to try to get up a half hour to an hour earlier, not two hours earlier. I'm, I'm not, I'm going to take a little pressure off. So let's say instead of getting up at seven, I'm going to get up at six and I'm going to get up at six and I'm not going to look at the phone. I'm going to, I'm going to put it away from like farther away. I'm not going to look at it. I'm going to get up and I'm going to drink that water. I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to read, do put some inspiration in my brain and read. And then once I'm ready to start the day, hopefully it's been at least an hour, then I'm going to pick it up and then I'm going to go, okay, do I have any messages? Anything's important. That's going to be my step one. And then my, the evening part of it, I can't make a lot of promises during the day. Okay. I got to start. I'm going to start small. Mm -hmm. I'm taking a breath. Hopefully by eight o'clock at night, I'll do one last scroll and I'm going to put it down. I'm going to try. And then I'm going to like decompress, try to un all that stuff that's going in your brain and then do a little reading and then go to bed. Those are just simple little things. It's not too overwhelming, right? Mm -hmm. So 
what would a tip you can give them? What you each oh, give them a tip? Yeah, like, I'm glad you pointed at me because uh, I'm going to give our best tip for sure. Oh no. So we better think of a different I one. Know, okay, I'm, I'm like, oh, she, she, if she goes first. She's going to take it. I know she's going to take it. It's okay. You got it. Yeah, I'll let you keep it, and I'll give you the other tip. There oh, is a setting on your phone. She's such a good sister. There is a setting on your phone that will allow you to turn your phone colors into grayscale. Oh, and if you move your phone into grayscale and black and white, it is far less engaging and exciting for your oh, brain yeah. to work with. So now you're really looking more like reading a newspaper versus engaging with something that's colorful because in your brain even if you're not consciously aware of it colors are sucking you into making that dopamine drip more so the grayscale kind of puts the governor on Mm. for you a little bit keeps you more conscious so can you switch it on and off so let's Mm -hmm. say at eight o'clock at night or then i put on grayscale so that when i come back on at eight in the morning let's say i i'm I'm ready i'm ready to go the colors are bright i'm gonna work and then time to decompress Put it back on grayscale and take a breather. If that functionality is in there as a program, I don't know, but I'm 100% certain that there are apps or uh, programs that can I help you set are. that up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, this isn't the tip, but I'll now I'll give two because there's another okay. one. Um, you there's actually a setting on your phone where you can set timers for daily allotment of usage oh. for the apps. Mm-hmm. So you can say, "Give me a notification at one hour Whoa. of using Instagram." And really? if you do this, it'll say, "Hey, you've approached your 60 minutes. Would you like to add 15 minutes on or shut down the app now?" And even Whoa. just the nudge mm-hmm. gives you the opportunity to have to have the thought process go forward. But our number one tip for creating the separation is to move your social media apps to a completely different <sighs> place on your phone, like a different folder, a like 100% different spot. Because whether you are aware of it or not, many of us are just rolling to our social media apps without even understanding that we're opening the app until we are in it and now we're scrolling and we don't even realize that we did that based on a habit and not because of a conscious choice. So when we move the apps to a completely different spot, it gives us just a few seconds, like three to five seconds of that, it not being where you expect it to be, where your conductor can take the stage once Mm -hmm. again and decide whether it wants to open the app or not instead of you automatically opening it without your conscious decision. I could try that. That's See? not so hard. That's right? off. I, I could yeah. try that. I, I Plus with my phone, if I put my phone like in a weird position like this, all those little things start shaking. They I, dance I, around. I have like a, a malfunction or something. So I'm always afraid if I hit the wrong button, I'm going to delete the whole folder. That would be very bad. I delete it all. Um, so before we go to your exciting news of what you are going to be doing in January, I we, we didn't get a chance to begin the show. Say a little bit about like who you are as sisters, as moms, and what you are doing this year and the next year, and then we'll go into that. This is these these we we need to know their story. Oh, gosh. so what's well, your story? We would love to share that a little bit, and I'll just share too before we we say that that when I took all of my social media apps off of where they were individually and put them in a folder and then put them on my last page, that I realized how often I was just mindlessly going to where my app was and clicking <laughs> on it, and then it not being there would be like oh. 
I'm not even, I, I'm not supposed to do this. And having it on my fifth or sixth page, as I'm scrolling, I'm asking myself, is this really the choice I want to make right now? And it gave me just that little bit of time to say, this is not productive right now. This isn't where I want, where I want to go. So number one thing we would recommend is just move them. Even if you move them one spot over, it'll give your brain that you'll realize how much motor memory you have to go and click that button. Now, let me tell you about Kay and I. Yes. We are real life sisters. We yes. are born and raised here in Reno, Nevada. We are Northern Nevada natives. Now, when Kay was 10 and I was 17, our parents were super rational, right? They cashed in their savings in retirement, quit their careers, <laughs> called in every family favor they could, put in all of our family chips and bet it all on a failing breakfast and lunch restaurant in Truckee, California. Now, if you are a Northern <laughs> Nevadan like we are, then you likely know this restaurant is the squeeze in breakfast and lunch spot. We are so proud uh, to be at the helm and the leadership of that. But just in this year, we brought in a professional outside CEO to come into the squeeze in while Shyla and I take on entrepreneurial ventures and our parents have retired. And so we have the pleasure and honor of now working in the personal growth and development industry with thought leaders leaders like Joseph McClendon III and John Maxwell, as Debbie mentioned. Um, and we just have a, such a thrill getting to train and equip leaders who then go out and add value to other people in their lives. Uh, and it's it really is a gift. So multi-passionate, multi-purposed, uh, and uh, definitely women who want to get a lot done. And they get a lot done because they are prioritizing and they're looking for that balance. And they're learning to take less, take some time off. So you guys took off a full month. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then you said when you came back, things were like you were rejuvenated. And so it's been how long since you took that month off? So that was August and here we are uh, recording this in November. Right. So we've, as you heard a uh, kind of us share since then, we've seen we, our own governance come down with social media and our relationship change. For those of you who've had a relationship with alcohol or sugar or anything else that's become video games, it's become too much in your life. You Have you ever had that moment where you like you had too much tequila and then like, the next oh, day, right? Ooh, you're like, I'm done. Uh, like go a year and you just can't, you just can't that I, that, we felt like that after our detox with social media. We were feeling kind of icky about just how permeated it was in our life. We took off August and we came back in September and it's like, yay, it's exciting, but also like, ugh. Like Do I've, had, go I've had too much of this. Yeah, yeah. I've got a social media hangover, right? And, and I'm not sure this is necessarily a habit that, that I want to be at in my top five as I was allowing it to be before. And so that reframe for us was really helpful in, in terms of, you know, so then we're like, okay, we took off our detox. That's great. Here we go. We're back into our rhythm. We have new boundaries. And then we were realizing this can't be a one and done thing. It has to be something that we think we could do uh, consistently and invite others to do with us. So in 2023, Shyla and I are committing to something pretty major. <laughs> this uh, we are taking odd months off of social media. Woo! We are so off. excited. Yes. So half of the year we will be off social media and we're going to invite other people to do it starting January 1st, 2023. But we understand Debbie that this can be something that's difficult. So we've designed a pledge system that if you want to pledge just 48 hours of your life off social media, you can do that and we'll support you. If you want to go seven days, 14 days, or up to 30 days at a time, like Shyla and I, we have resources to support support you and we invite you to go to knchai.com slash simply social to learn more to sign up for the challenge you don't have to commit to your days yet don't worry we're going to have that sent out toward the end of the year so you have time to think about it but if you want more information uh, we encourage you to come in and join us for quite the
the challenge in 23? Well, I've actually joined challenges before these gals and they are so worth it. Seriously, guys, even if you take that small one, I'm going to start out with the 48 hours. Hey, I may do a week, five days, but 48 hours I can do. And I want to say to my friends and family out there, I actually have been off social media for the last six weeks off and on because I've been going back to California. So prayers to Pauline, one of my family members who is now in a a rehab and we're trying to figure out that and um, my friend Mary her dad and Uncle Ray I've had a tremendous amount it's what happens when I get a little bit older you know your family and friends so I've been away taking care of family and it's so important and now when I look at my phone I'm like oh I haven't like posted like in three days I hope people don't mind but it was so important that I spend time with my family. So I want you to know if you haven't seen a lot of About Town Deb, Instagram and Facebook, that is why. And it is so, like I say, it's so important to me and also to be with your neighbors and your family. And I just need more time to just breathe. So I'm taking some breathing time. So step yes, back. I am going to step Maybe back. I'm going to sign up. I'm going to go on. Is it kandshai.com? Yep. K-A-Y-A-N-D-S-H-I.com. I'm going to go on there before the end of today. And if I don't, they're going to message me and I'm going to sign up. So one last tidbit you'd like to share because we're running out of time. Well, we would love for you to join us in our Simply Social Club. No algorithms, no curated content, just people socializing and connecting as it's meant to be. We hope you'll join us at knshy.com. Last one. Anything you want to say? We're just excited for what this can do for people. We saw what it did for us. And for those who joined us in the challenge in August, we know that this automatic habit can take control more often than people think. And we want to help you maybe break your addiction cycle and gain some momentum for whatever you choose to do on the other side of your challenge. And thanks for supporting our Aunt Debbie. Love you. I love them. So remember, together we are one heart. Together we can make a difference. And together we might need to detox a little bit on social media. It's about town dev. We have Kay and Shai. I will see you next week. This podcast was a production of Angel Phoenix Productions. Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix Podcast Network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.